Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. American Glutton Podcast has a Patreon. Do you hate commercials? Well, we've got a Patreon. Do you want bonus episodes? That's on the Patreon. Do you want to hang out and chat in our Discord channel? That's part of the Patreon, too. We even have an option where you can leave me voicemails. All on the Patreon. So check it out today. Patreon.com slash American Glutton. We have a Patreon. Hi. I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying this show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. American Glutton is brought to you by Trifecta. I used to sit and weigh and measure everything out, and I don't do that anymore. You know why I don't do that anymore? Because Trifecta does it for me. All my long, arduous Sunday spent on meal prep, I don't do that anymore because I get a big box of portioned cooked food every week from them, and I don't have to get overly thoughtful about it. They have taken all that energy and done it for me. Thanks, Trifecta. Today he needs no introduction. Stavros Halkius is my guest. He is my most favorite returning comedian and possibly America's greatest glut. He is for sure a national treasure, and I am on the road recording this from my phone. That's why it sounds like shit. But the conversation was recorded with proper gear. So please enjoy. Savros Halkius. That's right. Welcome to the American <laughs> Glutton Podcast. By the way, you might be our most returning guest. Fuck yeah, dude. That's I incredible. Need, I need a little jacket. I need like a championship belt. Yeah. You're <laughs> going to get one. I'm going to get one for you. I'm going to have it made up. It's going to just say the world's biggest glutton. The world's, dude, honestly, I would. I think I could do really well in the real competition. <laughs> <laughs> if like bring me in a room full of gluttons, I think I'm finished. I'm putting... 
I'm not coming away embarrassed, at least. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm making my family proud. Yeah, strong effort. Strong effort. Um, the last time we talked, you were taking time off. You were going to Baltimore. Yep. You were starting a regimen. Yep. How did that go? It went great. Um, it was awesome. It was the. It was exactly what I needed. The, the, pro- the only problem with it was that you know, it just was cut down too short. Originally, it was like three months. Yeah. No one talked to me three months. And then like, you know, I can't complain because my, I just got successful. <laughs> like right. It was like my, I had a special that blew up and I was, my touring got, you know, was going really well. And I was just getting a lot of opportunities and like, you know, I'm trying to act a little bit here and there. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get my Ethan on. And so I had a couple opportunities that kind of fucked. I was like three months uninterrupted and that, got whittled down to like six weeks, you know, which, or eight weeks, let's say, or like, you know, I was in New York for a little bit. I worked out with my brother and then I went to New York and tried to stay on the thing, but you know, I wasn't as good. And, but still I dropped like, when I started, I was around 320. And when I ended that little, little run over, over a couple months, even though it was back and forth, I was, I got under 300. So it was great. And, um, more importantly, I hadn't worked out in like a fucking year. So it was like, I was doing like, you know, my brother had me do an exercise. I just did the build back yeah. basic fitness. I was doing like the same exercise an old woman does when she breaks her hip. Yeah. You know, I was doing like a li- little band pulls and like, like I was, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to come back fucking ripped. And my brother's like, you will die if you it's, try and squat. It's all going to be in the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 dude. If we had, a, if he had access to a pool, I would have been worse. Like the first workout we did, he would, he didn't even trust me to like fully do squats. He was yeah. like, you will squat to the bench. He was like, do not, I don't, your knees will fucking pop. Um, but my brother, he's so, he's really great at what he does and he just opened up a gym. I want to shout that out. If anybody's in Maryland, go to Odyssey Strength and Conditioning. Um, and he was, it was really, it was an exciting time because he, he kind of went out on his own. We both kind of did at the same time where I was like, he was working at this gym and he was like, I don't want to work for somebody my whole, you know, I want to like do my own thing and is odyssey strength and conditioning his his gym gym. oh that's incredible i helped him out with it a little bit because i was like dude i don't you know i made a little money that year and i was like i don't fucking i'm too dumb for stocks so i was like i'll invest in my little brother i'll buy i can buy some i understand investing in squat racks yeah that makes sense to me way more than like you know amazon stock or whatever um so but it also sounds like he's trying to help people long term he's not like you yeah. know because i feel like it's it can be easy to sell somebody like get rich quick schemes in totally. dieting. like come in here we're gonna do a bunch of cardio yes. you're not gonna eat anything it's gonna be miserable you'll lose all the weight you need to 100%. and then you'll be back here every year yes doing the yes. same thing yes you know no nick to his credit my brother nick he is he was the, always the one that was tamping down my expectations it wasn't the other way around it right. wasn't like he would push me hard. He would push me and it was like you he was like, if you're not hurt, if you're not injured, even if it sucks, do it. But he was also like, if you if you lose like a pound a week, that's great. If we lose more, great. But like sustained weight loss, don't overdo it with your diet. He was checking in on my diet and just making sure I wasn't just like starving myself. Yeah. You know, he was like making sure I was getting enough protein, all that kind of stuff. Even though he's not a dietitian, he knows, you know, the he knows the pitfalls a lot of people fall into. And he's the one who's always like, he's the one who lets me know realistically what I need to do, right. you know? And he's like, you know, I was like, dude, I want fucking huge arms. He was like, you will have to, 
He was like, the last time you told me this, I was like, I told you what to do, and then you stopped working out for nine months. Right. He was like, you can't do you that won't again. Get you, drugs you, won't through get, that. Yeah. you can't like you know do. But the, the flip side of that, and and I know this from uh, many different points of view, like specifically from the guy who works out but then has stopped many times, but also like the junkie who right. who's clean for a minute and then goes back to using heroin, like. We have the, um, or I at least have the, uh, over over many instances go like, I'm going to start right back where I stopped. Yes. And then I hurt myself. Exactly. And I can't do it anymore. Or I take way too uh, much drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, stopped. yeah, yeah, yeah. And have a great day and then a horrible three years after right, that. Yeah. But that day was day, pretty it sick. It starts out great. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And same, you're at <laughs> yeah, the gym. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm so strong. Yoked, yeah. Exactly. And then the well, bar collapses onto your chest. That's actually, that's actually a great point because what happened last time with my brother is exactly that. Yeah. And I tried to go too hard and I had a really nagging forearm in injury that I just never allowed to heal and and eventually you just like I, I went back to touring anyway and it's like when you're always touring and nutrition is hard finding a good gym is hard and you can't even lift you know like upper body at all because it was like a really poor like I did I went too hard on like a reverse curl and it just completely fucked my whole forearm yeah. and that's everything is attached to that right and so that was a big mistake that I wanted to avoid this time. And I'm, I'm going through it right now a little bit because I, I hurt my wrist actually just a couple, a few days ago. And I was, because I was, I wasn't going too hard, but I was like, it wasn't that I was overdoing with the weights. It was that I was overdoing it compared to how healthy I was being because, you know, I was doing 40 pound dumbbell bench press, right? And I was doing that easily when I was sleeping enough, when I was eating the right yeah. amount of stuff. But I, I got I got back from a weekend in Denver. I did eight shows, really fun. But like West Coast time zone, shows late. I'm sleeping like four hours a night. I'm eating. It starts out good, but I'm eating a little like shit. And I get home and I'm like, I'm gonna do exactly what we're talking about. I'm gonna get right back to it. And it was, thankfully, it wasn't catastrophic because my wrist. It's been like six days. It's already starting to. I just have done lower body stuff and cardio since then, but I learned my lesson and I'm just going to like, until it's super ready. And then it was even another lesson of like, don't overdo it with the weights. Who cares? This isn't about, you're not going to get fucking jacked in a day. Right. You want to make it so that you're still lifting weights every, you know, you're sticking to your program in the year. Yeah. Right. So that was a good lesson. And that kind yeah. of restraint is really, really hard. It's so hard because I had finally, because it's like you finally get to the point where exercising is a drug. Right. You finally replace that. Yeah. And now it's like, well, don't do it too much. It's like, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> right. I, no, I want, the yeah, I want a little I like bit. The one thing I like doing is fucking hit. Yeah. pressing and fucking curling. Like, yeah, I just, I was just like, whatever makes me feel good, you know? And it's like, yeah, obviously it's like the fucking meathead shit but it's like fuck it i don't care that's right. what i want to look doesn't like matter. doesn't matter it's better than fucking not doing shit yeah and then when you're already in the gym and you're doing that and you're researching like what's the best way to you know and i'm getting i'm learning more about working out and i'm learning more about it and that applies to the rest of your you know it starts with arms and chest and shit but it's like i'm getting interested in back and more shit like that and it's like it's the difference between my brother telling me what to do and me having that knowledge and the more i'm in the gym the more i'll come through with that so but it was, you know, to go back to like the stuff with working out with my brother, it was really good. And he is, you know, your characterization is really good. He is, 
He's about long term. He trains like sports teams. He trains like uh, young athletes who want to become college athletes, college athletes who want to go pro. He's trained a couple pros here and there, but he's mostly focused on long term development. Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of made the, de the decision that I was like, okay, that's going to be like when I can hit it really hard. And then, so that was, that ended in, um, I guess September or August. I don't remember when my first, maybe late September, maybe late August. I did that for six, seven weeks. And now it's been like a few months. Um, it's been, yeah, whatever long it's been, two months, whatever it's been. And I've been on the road constantly. I've been really busy with like stand up, all this stuff. My lifestyle has not been like I rented an apartment in Baltimore and all I was doing was working out, eating right, actually going on walks writing a little bit but no stand-up because i didn't want anything to even interfere with my sleep schedule the way stand-up does yeah and now my life has been every possible issue you could think of for health it's been constant travel travel across time zones staying up late not being able to go to sleep because after you do a show at midnight you're not you got adrenaline you're fucking pumped um but i've done a couple things to just kind of and I decided I'm not going to get healthier during this time frame, but if I can keep my habits up, if I can stay like, if I can keep working out, if I don't have to build from zero, then I have two months off this winter. I'll go do another little stint like that with my brother and then maybe knock off, you know, get a little healthier. And I'm just looking at it as like, this is a five-year process, realistically. Yeah, but I hear you. And, and I just want to say, and again, if I say anything that, I shouldn't and no no please like, do fuck you you can't <laughs> out me you can't say that but like you can we talk about uh whatever what you're doing right now how you're yeah. not you're not drinking yes right? that, yes that was the other thing yeah yeah so I, I I mean like my and not that you have a problem with alcohol or I'm not, yeah I'm not sticking alcoholic like that moniker on you but just like what we talked about where I go like oh that that's a that's a big change to yeah. what you're accustomed to with touring. Right. So that's, so that, I guess that goes in on the like, let me not make shit worse. Right. Like this is like, I guess in the, I guess you could call it a maintenance phase, but it's more like a avoid destruction phase. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, and so I just, the thing I realized, like, look, I know who I am. I know myself. I'm going to, my diet is going to slip. I'm not, I'm going to gain a little weight. And th that's the truth. It's like, I'm kind of walking around like at the end of Baltimore, I was just under 300, I was like 298. And now I'm walking around at like 305, 307, somewhere between there. And I recognize that it's just like, as long as I, as long as I keep working out and I don't overdo it, my diet will slip a little bit. That's just who I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a weekend off really good, and my willpower is gonna fade a little bit. I'm fucking have I'll have some fries at yeah. the end of it, right? But I decided like to make sure I don't really go crazy to make sure it just stays there. No booze, no weed, no pills, no mushrooms, none of the good shit. And I love drugs, right? Yeah, like yeah. I love doing that shit. Yeah. But I especially weed and booze. I mean psychedelics, you can't you don't get fucking high on acid and then fucking, you know, <laughs> eat at ice, 10 ice cream sundaes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's never really been an issue. But I just decided, it's again, it's like harm reduction at this point, where yeah. it's like fucking boo, if I get drunk as shit, first of all, those are calories, right? Like that's just the calories there, but it's like I'm out late, fuck, fucks my sleep up, won't work out. Um, I'm gonna eat like shit, I'm gonna eat a fucking slice of pizza at night, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go crazy, same thing with weed. 
I used to, my excuse was always on the road. It helps me regulate my sleep and it does. And I'm still trying to figure out how to get my sleep better. I'm still tinkering with little non-drug things. But I just decided like, what that's, if you get high, half the time it helps you go to sleep, half the time you stay up, you fucking, I do that little walk to the hotel kiosk. I yeah. buy three Haagen-Dazs, little mini fucking things, and I combine them with a Reese's, and I mash it up. It's like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it's dude. great. Yeah. It's awesome, but it's like, that's what happens, right? right? Or I don't get high, and maybe I eat two Kind bars. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's me. Maybe I ate a yogurt and a Kind bar, and okay, that's technically over my calories, but let's be real. I'm on the road here. The fact that I'm not getting fucked up eating a fucking whole pea like this is just i have i had to come a little bit to grips with like this is my life my life is not changing right and as long as i am getting healthier as long as i because at the end of the last tour i felt i mean we talked about it on the last one i was just if i i don't even know if i could have lived another month like that i was super depressed i felt bad um you know i was like 320 probably a little more than that because I don't know if you ever do this when you're really you kind of give yourself two weeks before you even step on the scale. For sure, you're like you're yeah, like I'm, I don't want to know the actual yeah. damage. So I kind of even did. I don't even know what I was actually up to because I was just like, let me just let Let's me get just. The, yeah, I'm always it, whenever I go on a trip anywhere. Yeah, I get back and I have like some belief in my head that just flying on an airplane makes me and i you know yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah. of it as fat developed sure, but sure, i think sure. of it as like retained water yeah you know because shit gets my feet yeah. and my hands my rings tighter i don't know why that happens to me i think some i mean i have a friend who says he can't shit for days after he's on an yeah. airplane There's something so happens something on a like plane. you just yeah. all everything just comes into you I so think. i'll i'll get home and i'll be like i'm gonna be fucking perfect because i i I, I don't think I have ever been spot on perfect on a trip. There's sure. always something where it's like, but you can mitigate how bad like, exactly, you're doing exactly, with this tour. Exactly, exactly. Um, you can avoid destruction. Avoid destruction. I, I become good at avoiding destruction. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's kind of how I look at things, which is like, I'm being realistic about how my career works and how my job works. And this is different for everybody, right? Like, if you do have a more structured job, it's you're pro it probably is maybe easier to just get into a nice rhythm. You have to make different sacrifices. You yeah. have to sacrifice your two hours of like watching Netflix after your day job or whatever. But my sacrifice is just like working, like just taking a full month that I could be working and being like, I need to reset a little bit. And yeah. I need to like, and, and look, hopefully knock on wood, I just get better and better over time and my habits get better and better and the willpower sticks over and over. But for now, I know the way my mind works and I'm just like being a realist and I'm like, hit it really hard when you can find some time off. That's the nice thing. It's like, I'm constantly on tour, but then when I'm off, I'm really off. Like I don't have shit to do. Yeah. Maybe I have to do a podcast here or there or whatever, but it's like compared to having a real fucking job or, or traveling somewhere every weekend, it's off. It's not hard. It's not hard. And especially if I can not do stand-up for a couple months because just to keep my sleep schedule correct because you know how all that shit, all that shit is so connected, I can really almost look at it like a, almost like a little boot camp for my, a little health boot camp yeah. where I can make some nice strides, get even healthier, get into better shape, and then like go into a period of destruction avoidance. And then yeah. like, and I just... 
I'm I'm tinkering with that right now. You I, know? I wanted to ask you because I've I had this experience and I don't know. I you know sometimes you just go through stuff and you're like I I threw so much at this that I don't know at the end of the day necessarily a hundred percent what everything was. But I do believe partially that I would go into things and then retain something right, right. and go like okay I'm not I'm not on it right now but i know this so that the next time that i go back into it and i'm having trouble i'm gonna hold on to this and just see this through so that like by the time i got to where um where i was like going like okay i'm now my schedule you can hurl a whole bunch of shit at me and i've got a, a bag full of tricks that right. i can that i can deal with it and and that wasn't just like at one point in time, I learned all of them. Right, right? It was, right. It was a conglomeration of many instances where I was like, oh, that was useful. I'm sure. going to keep that one. Right. And the rest I'm going to discard until maybe I need them. But you yeah. know, does that make sense? Fully. And that that is a little bit of, I mean, that's all true. But I also find like I go through periods of like it all gets wiped clean. Sure. You know, it's yeah. like it feels like the sometimes I feel like, you know, like it's like medieval times yeah. nutrition wise where it's like they forgot everything the roman empire ever did yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah. like that's kind of sometimes i feel like just a a surf in england eating like mud right. for sustenance you know when it's like nobody knew how to write no, and so yeah, no information yeah, 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 yeah. everyone around. forgot yeah. how to read um but that's what i'm trying to stick to is like that's the thing is like consistency and just slow progress that is doable is so much better than completely, you know. And, and it's like, look, it's not like I'm not. What's nice about this is that I don't like I cannot wait to get like I figured out a way to to like the anticipation is I'm looking forward. Like my vacation is going home, cooking all my own meals fucking going to Costco. Literally, I was telling you, I can't wait. I have this, this, I'm in Florida this weekend. That's why we're hanging out. That's why I'm in the stew, why, why I'm live. Um, and then I'm, I go to Richmond the next weekend and then I have, um, Vermont December 15th, but I just decided like, I'm not doing shit between, uh, or November and I have a whole month basically where I'm in New York. I won't be in Baltimore with my brother, but still I'll be in my house I have, and that's one thing, right? I don't need my brother like I did to reset me. Yeah. I can, I can, I have a gym near me. I've, I've, I've settled, I've settled into a little routine there. I know my little, you know, my brother programs and stuff for me, but I can also just like do, a, I'm doing a pretty general, just whole body workout three times a week yeah. because I just know that sometimes it gets disrupted and I'm feeling myself getting stronger. Uh, even though I might be the same weight, my clothes are fitting a little better, like all that stuff, I'm feeling healthier. And so I can't, like, that's what I anticipate is like, because the funny thing is work for me is what a vacation is for other people where it's like travel to a cool city, get to see, you know, I try and see some stuff. I try and like spend one day getting a feel for the place. I will have a kind of shitty meal that's awesome. It's fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, this is what work is for me and then like what I can't wait to do is just like be healthy sleep well eat well 
You know what I mean? And so you, you talked about something in in your in your show, and and again, if I'm no, please, not allowed anything. to say anything, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the the rationalization of like being at a certain place and having to try their thing, and then yeah, yeah, for yeah. for some of us, it can become of course we can make we can justify anything yes. anywhere. You know, like this Seven Eleven yeah, might yeah. have better totally. slushies. Oh, dude! And I, how do you know if you don't find out? I I've gone through that where I'm like, well, they might have different Ben and Jerry's flavors here, <laughs> and then they don't. But guess what? I still get Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It's like, you and, know. Th and then, but there's something true to that too. Like sure. Cincinnati has some fucking weird chili yeah, that's yeah. got chocolate in it and they put it on spaghetti. <laughs> right, like right, that right, right, is right. very unique. Yes. And, and if, and like the last time I was since in Cincinnati, I didn't eat that and I've regretted it. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. And, and, and exactly. That's the thing. It's like, I'm here. I'm in my first time in Miami. I'll probably have some Cuban food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but, and that's why I look at it as, and that's why I've, I just feel like I flipped it in my brain where it's like, yeah, this is, I get to live, my day-to-day -day life is a vacation for most people. Right. But it's, you know, the travel stressful, all that stuff, it's work for me. Don't get me wrong. I'm working on my act. I'm doing that stuff. But lifestyle-wise anyway, and that to me is stressful. But, you know, I'll have a nice little, that's what I'm saying is like, my will, I almost feel like. It almost feels like the source of my power is my home. Yeah. And the more I'm, the further away from it I get, and the more time I spend away from it, the kind of like reverse Superman, right. where it's like if he's on Krypton, he's fucking Superman. But yeah. if he's on Earth, he's like, and that's how I feel with these weekends where it's like, day one, I'm great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like fucking salad, you know, whatever. Day two, pretty good still, you know? Maybe at breakfast, I have potatoes and toast. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but it's still, I get a sa side salad. I get, you know, I, I get a smoothie. I make sure I work out, all that stuff. You might go for egg whites instead of whole exactly. eggs on egg day white, two. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then day three, it's been three days of shows. I've worked. I've been, I also like, while I'm away, I, I, I treat it. It is work in that I wake up every morning and I write. I write in the mornings. I get breakfast. I work out, nap, prepare for the show for like an hour. So, and then, and then the shows happen you know, I'm on I'm on stage a full hour twice. You spend it probably four hours at the club. So it's like when you're taking it seriously, it almost does break down to an eight hour workday. Yeah, it's just some of that is writing, some of that is like preparing, and some of that is performing, and then also meet and greets. Because I'm very like the people that have come out to see me. I've gotten a lot of new fans, and I'm very appreciative. So I want to like stick around and meet people and shake hands and take pictures. But that also is like. It goes into the amount of hours you are working, yeah. you know, and so I do all that shit, and um, and so by the third day that wears on you, you know, I haven't, I have a really hard, like I was telling telling you earlier, I have a really hard time sleeping on the road because, especially if you're going out west and your time is fucked up anyway, yeah, and you want to go to bed at ten o'clock at midnight east eastern but it's 9 p.m and the second show hasn't even started yet <laughs> right. so you're already in bedtime mode and then you're tired as fuck and then all your adrenaline keeps you up so now it's fucking 4 a.m at home and you're barely going to bed and then for whatever reason you still wake up at now nah, wake up at 9 a.m eastern eastern which is fucking 6 a.m west so it's like by day three i've been beaten down i just want to go home yeah. and i'm like fuck it Three eggs, salt, no turkey bacon. Give me real bacon. Yeah, lots you know of what cheese. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tater tots. I don't need the yes. baked potato home fries. Ex and it's like, but 
And I say that to my buddy. My buddy Eldis travels with me a lot too, and he's trying to stay healthy too. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, the last day, order that dessert. But it's like we kind of. So it's kind of like because we've been doing sometimes we're we're in a city for four or five days. Yeah. So if we can hold off till the last day to go buck wild. It kind of is a small victory. Uh, it's you a know? huge victory. I mean, if, like one day versus five. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's the day, like, you know, might get a fucking Cuban center. Or like, go try the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was in Omaha. I got a nice big steak. You're in fucking steak country. You right. know what I mean? Like, Texas, it's like, you know, got to have a fucking a nice little taco. Right. Taco or barbecue or whatever. But it's like, wait till the last day. Um, But yeah. And then when I get home, I feel like, I also need a couple days to get back in the zone, and it's like when you like this. This is a tough stretch. October's super busy, but like I said, I can't. I'm daydreaming about November eighth or whatever it is when I'm done that Richmond weekend and I'm home. Go to fucking Costco. But I think I think this kind of thing I believe is is applicable to anyone. So like you have a Monday, you have a nine to five job, right? And you know you've got Monday figured out. But Tuesday fucks you up for whatever right, reason. Right, right. Maybe they sure. bring bear claws to the yeah. office on Tuesday. I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I think that that's a very um, normal problem to have, the disruption of a schedule, right? And I, I would often argue, like, our schedules get way more disrupted <laughs> sure. because we're literally torn out of our life and 100%. placed somebody, somewhere else with none of the utilities that we're accustomed to. Right. Um but I think it is just a matter of figuring them out, like like you've done. Like, okay, I I can hold as long as I get that reward of the last yep. day there. I can hold out for that yeah, last day there. Exactly. And I work. And the thing the thing that has kept me going is just exercise. That's the thing that I'm just like even on the road. I figure that I all I prioritize that. And look, I know, you know, people. It's it's funny when it's like. I did I did workout videos with my brother and and which were fun and really you know really great and he's. He's a he's a great, but we also he's very funny too, and we have a great dynamic. But it is funny when people are like, "Dude, it's all the diet," and it's like, "I know the diet's important, man." But it's like, "What do you want me to do?" Like, if the diet's gonna be a little fucked, should I not exercise? Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I just know, and I'm believe me, I'm working on it. But it's like I just do, and just from a feeling better standpoint, exercise is good for you. So it's like I've just kept that. I'm start. I'm keeping that going, and it's like like a, you know. I'm very careful not to get injured, and I just want to like, I don't want to stop exercising. Yeah, I want to keep that habit for the rest of my life in some way or another. And so I've at least prioritized that, so that maybe what you were talking about earlier about you pick up something every go round. Right. Maybe that's this go round where I'm like, just take the benefits of exercising. Even like I've exercised on days where my diet was bad, but you know what? Fuck it, I want to go lift weights. Hundred percent. That at least is, is sticking around a little bit where I let it go to the wayside last time. Yeah. I think the guys on the internet who say, or if you're having people say that to you in real life, mm -hmm. where, where it's like, you know, I, I would understand if the assumption is like, does this guy not know? Right. Right. And then it's, and then it's like, is there a better way to communicate that than bro? It's, yeah, the guy, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> I know. I know. But I know. like, you know that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh... There have been so many studies on exercise being on its own. Like, you don't have to count for anything right. else. You smoke cigarettes, right. you can do cocaine, like right. all the stuff that we consider to be bad for our bodies. You start exercising, it will be a boon to your health. Right. You right, know what right. I mean? Totally. And people feel better. It's like more uh, efficacious than antidepressants, like right, truly right. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. equal to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, I'm just trying to survive touring, bro. That's what it's coming down to. It's like I need to be like the last year's tour, if it served as anything, was like I can't, I just knew I couldn't live like that. Yeah. Even today's a good example, right? Like today I didn't get a lot of good sleep. Like I had an early flight day and that thing where I was up I had a late show, up up real late, didn't go to bed till like two, three AM. And I, I got up, you know, I got up at like eight, but I stayed in bed and I had a I had a meeting at twelve thirty. And part of me was like, ah, tell Ethan you can't work out. Just stay in bed. You need the rest. That's how it starts, just like the rationalizing. And that's what I did on the last tour. It was like, I need the rest. That's what I would tell myself. And this tour, I'm just getting up and saying, fuck it, I'm exercising. Yeah. And I'll try and get a nap in if I need to. And that fucking change of like, which, you know, because it's like you start with the rest and then it's just like, you make little excuses and it happens. And that small change of just always working out has just made me feel better at these shows. There's yeah. no way around it because like, and I put, I put together a little, like if people want to see what I was, what was going on with the, um, the tour, I put together a little mini documentary on my YouTube channel that showed the last two weekends after a fucking nine month tour, right before I went to work out with my brother. Uh, it was called when the pleasure stops because <laughs> it's called the Prince of pleasure tour. That's awesome. And, I, I mean, I was fucking, like, I looked bad. I, it's just like, and for me, weight loss has never been about looks. Like, I've, I'm, you know, I do think people are way too, it's just like, we're very shitty to fat people. You know, I think it's just a thing that people have this superiority complex because our problem is visible. Yeah. Whereas, like, an addict, a drunk, a fucking, you know, a, smoker, a wife beater. Yeah. You know Somebody what I mean? With like, high cholesterol. High cholesterol, yeah. whatever. It's like, you can't, you don't see those, you know, anger problems, all that shit. You don't, you see our issue, but you don't, and people like to feel superior to others. And so when they see an obvious thing that they in their mind deem uh, negative or a flaw, they just kind of like treat you with less respect. And that's never been an, like, to me, 
I, I don't even care about how I look, but I just felt so bad. You know? yeah, it's so crazy the way that America's going that soon the thin people will be way outnumbered by the fat people. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, average yeah, yeah. will be bigger. For sure. And and then does it just come down to like the different ways that human bodies wear the American diet? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like some people wear it in the form of high cholesterol. Right. Some true, people true, true. wear it in the form of excess adipose tissue. Yeah. And like those two things can be true at the same time where it's like these are both products of largely the uh, the abundance in America, right? Yeah. There's so much food and so little need to move around. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And I, I also think it, it will be like, I do think as that happens, I think like, and you're kind of starting to see it now, like with celebrities, I do think thin, extreme thinness will almost be a status symbol. Like, right. Like, there's like pictures going around like like it used to be when what was hot for a while was like a curvy woman yeah and now it feels like it's going back to like they're going a little 90s like fucking twiggy twig shit, shit which yeah. is like you know and i think it's i do think that's the thing because it's like it's abundance but it's also like low qual abundance of low quality shit like america has the capabilities to have you know not have there be food deserts to people that have access to nutrition but fucking really powerful like corn growers have need those subsidies for high fructose corn syrup and shit like that and like i don't know i i mean not to put not to be on some tinfoil hat shit but it it does feel like keeping having such access to such unhealthy foods is also a method of controlling people. I, I, you know? have, I have such a wild conspiracy theorist on this that, that I, he hasn't really been backed up. And, and, and I was challenged recently. Somebody was like, your numbers on starvation during the great depression are way off. Okay, fine. Yeah. When you, I, I did read at one point that there were like nine to 10 million deaths in America during the Great Depression, which apparently is way off because when you get into like confirmed cases of starvation, it's very, very low. Right. And then some Russian blogger <laughs> right, or right, some, right. you know, yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. whatever a Russian blogger was a yeah. hundred years ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Wrote like America's lost seven million people to this. Right, right, right. You know, and meanwhile, Russia was really sure. having mass starvation. It was a propaganda battle between exactly. Russia and America. And so who knows? But- right. I do believe that we had, I mean, I know we had bread lines, right? Sure. So there was a lot of hunger in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of poverty. And I think like right before the people were like, fuck this, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. doing this <laughs> right, anymore. Right, 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 America went like, what happens if we subsidize food right. and nobody's ever, like we don't ever have to have a bread line again, right? right. And, and then later I think it's come down to like, you know, food and like an iPhone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they've realized like we yeah. got to give them food. We got to entertain right, them. As right, long right. as that's happening, nobody's yeah. really going to get out of here. A hungry mass is a lot more unpredictable than just like a bunch of people that are fat as shit after eating a ton of McDonald's that cost $1 right. versus, of you know, yeah. it's the old thing that everybody talks about where it's like, you know, a sa you know, to get vegetables like to eat healthy it costs 40 fucking dollars to get a fucking sandwich at mcdonald's it's like and fries so and cheap. ice cream it's five bucks yeah and that is i think a structural problem in america i mean i do i mean my family's from greece and it's like you just do i go to greece a lot 
there are less fat people in Europe. There right. just are. Yeah. And I think like there's a lot of issues in America in terms of the food, like how processed all our shit is, but also like, you know, car companies completely fucked us 60 years ago. Even the cities that you think of now, like it was crazy to me to find out that LA had an awesome public transit system in like the twenties yeah. and trolley and trolleys and, and shit and, like yeah. that. And we got completely fucked by cars. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened to America. It's a huge country. So it's like, trains are harder to conceive of but apparently it was like public transit was so dense that you could almost go across the country riding public transit and right. we feel like it's always been this way but we just got completely fucked by very powerful you know special interests after world war ii whether it was like with all the processed food all the you know all the cars and shit like that if America was more walkable, if it was just like public transit, it's just like there's so many things that keep people unhealthy in this country. And also emotionally, I think like, I mean, I'm a city kid. Don't get me wrong. I do. I really like it. Um, I Some people might like the burbs more, but it's like you're so alone in the suburbs. Yeah. And it's like you can't walk to anything. There's no community. There's no. And, and the food. I mean, sometimes the food can be good, but it's like you got to drive to the fucking grocery store or you'll go to a drive-thru or now you can uber eats whatever and i just think like living that way is just it's bad for you man and a lot of the cities have just become basically gigantic suburbs you know sure. there'll be like yeah. a downtown hub but really the only city i can think of um where you really don't need a car is new york yeah no every true. other city you pretty much need a car it's true for sure i mean what I like on the road is play. I like to stay places like you find there are walkable patches sure. of big cities and you look around and you're like, why isn't this whole place like this? Yeah. Why is this like in Baltimore? There's a there's a part of Southeast. I grew up in, in Southeast Baltimore and there's a part of it that's like you can walk across three or four neighborhoods, whereas yeah. even Bal the rest of Baltimore, not a big city. You can't do that bad public transit all right fair enough you know, no i guess you're right i think maybe the northeast does it better because northeast because it's more compact and yes. and it's older so well, it's older and and people it it used to hold more people yeah there wasn't there's a little bit with the american like west where it was like well we have a lot of space right, we let's might spread as well it out. Spread yeah it. texas too. everybody gets a backyard every, every, you know and it's like and i don't know i just feel like you know that's a little further from like the the whole health and nutrition conversation but i do feel like that kind of like a walkable city with nice green spaces, a fun, a, a nice park that you want to walk to. Yeah. Uh, neighborhood grocery stores. Like I live in, I live in Queens, and I am spoiled in terms of there's a produce market, there's a really nice like seafood market, there's a butcher, and you can get high quality shit. And I'm very lucky that I've been making a little money, and it's like. I just decided whatever high quality foods cost, they cost. I just have that's something I'm going to spend on, yeah. right? But even access to something that is like some people don't even have access to maybe splurge on really nice stuff. And then I go to the supermarket next to me and the food is horrible compared <laughs> to all that shit. And I we even Baltimore, you know, not a huge city, but when I'm home, they have like fancy grocery stores, but it's like you can't get the same shit and you certainly can't have enough like a lot of the times well, on days that I don't even work out, I'll just take really long walks in my neighborhood. And it's like, I can do like, I can, I can take a four mile walk, just going around my neighborhood doing, you know, I walk to the park and then I come back, I stop at the produce market. I stop at the fucking fish market. I stop at the butcher and I've like run my errands yeah. and I've gotten healthy food. And it's like, you can't do that in fucking 
almost I mean maybe literally no other city in America you can't right. do that other than like patches of certain ones and even then it's like even the bougie places now it's all Whole Foods you don't even have yeah they, like, the they neighborhood tried to take all of that and yeah. put it into one building yeah but that's basically what that store is they exactly the cheesemonger and the meat guy exactly and, yeah but there's just something to I don't know there's something that feels a little old-fashioned about that but also just healthier man just to get my groceries from three different stores on the same avenue. Well, yeah, man. Know? I mean, I think the problem walks for like a half hour. Yeah, the issue with Whole Foods is like you go in and and it's like everything's from somewhere else, basically, and not that right. your local butcher is going to have you know yeah. only locally sourced meat. Right. But it is at least being thought of in that way that like this is what I have the best access to. Yes. Not some gigantic corporation. Right. Right. Who's making weird deals with countries yep. to to get first access at their butter or something like totally. that. Totally. Um, and 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 you're right. Half of the shit at even the local butcher, the local seafood place. Uh, the produce market, who knows where it comes from, but a lot of it, like Long Island tomatoes, Long Island yeah. potato, like a lot of the produces, and even the like the butcher, you can you can it's more expensive, like even, but it's like you at least have access to it, and it's like that's what everything used to be, and it yeah. just like it just does feel sometimes when you really zoom out, you're like fuck, we are really against so many structural forces, right? And it's just like that, and but then you know. And that's something for like how you want your society, what society you want to live in. But then you have to also just look at yourself and be like, well, that is all true. Yeah. But it ain't changing it's, in the yeah, next 10 we, years. And if I want to be healthier, how can I work within this system? And I think that's the other thing. Like we have we have this kind of competing mindset truly today where it's like. The landscape is the landscape, right? right. It's getting harder. It's yeah. going to get harder because we, there's there's this idea of choice, right? Like, and for me, the idea of pure choice is like taking one thing into consideration, and that is hunger, right? right? And so there's a whole other very complicated pathway to putting food in your body, which is all about emotions and environment right. and stress. Right. And all of those things are not something that I can just always recognize that, oh, I'm doing this because, you know what I mean? Sure, like, absolutely. Like, we're, not, yeah. we're not exterior to it. Yeah. It's happening to us where yeah. our emotions are, at, it's not, it's just not always easy to put it together to yeah. go like, oh. And even if you do put it together, who cares? It doesn't change it. Right, exactly. Now you just know about it, but you still have to figure it out yes. within those. So, so I think it's easy to go like, it's just a choice. But then I think the other side is just as devious where it's like, it's difficult. So let's have a whole new way of thinking that it's completely like, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. right like, right, right. Uh, you know, if you, if you started to say like, there's nothing wrong with drug addiction, part of me as a recovering drug addict would go like, I don't, I don't think you should normalize this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think, cause that to me only encourages people to not seek help. Right. You know what I mean? And people die from this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think I'm kind of in terms of how like my philosophy towards that stuff. And I think we're touching a little bit on like fat acceptance stuff and like even like, uh, am, you know, drug, you know, legalization and, and decriminalization and all that stuff. I certainly I, I, I agree with what you're saying. But I also think it's, let's let's start with drugs and then get to the bad stuff. It's like. If ultimately what you want is less people to die from this stuff that I think like regulating it and also making like having like, you know, 
Like kind of what we're talking about in terms of uh, we're talking about my diet on the road. I think it is a matter of harm reduction. Shit's like this is never going to stop. I totally agree. So you have to, I think this stuff has to be legal and it has to be kind of like almost regulated and you have to have people have resources to fix it. And the stigma, leaving the stigma from it, I think is a big part of that. Yeah, I think I'm I'm more just saying like, um, and look, I, I don't think... Um, I don't think there is anybody going like, it's okay to be a drug addict. Right, right. I, that's not happening. But I'm saying if it was a corollary, if we were sure, going to sure, go sure. like, first we go like, but, but, let's decriminalize de 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 right. it, certainly. Right. But if we got all the way to the point where it was like, being a junkie is fine. Right. Leave I see them alone. I seriously. It, it, you know, well, show maybe, them love. Maybe not being a junkie, but maybe like fucking a guy who takes a couple, couple oxy's. Hundred you know percent. I, mean? I mean, but you that's know? like yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that pra we're practically there. Right, right, right. I, I I don't know. It just like and again, I don't think we I don't think we look at it the right way because like for the most part i think it's really just looked down upon rather than understood right like a person who's a drug addict is going through something and just going like you're bad right that doesn't help them of course you know what i mean there's throwing them in jail doesn't help them there's other factors that that, right. sh that all have to work in concert and when it comes to like the fat acceptance stuff it's like i know i can only speak for myself where it's like i just want to feel better yeah. right like that's really it and like, I like my current body. I actually do. You know, like, I'd like to maybe, truly, my absolute goal is, like, if I weighed 250, I would, that, to me, is, like, great. I don't need to fucking. And just bigger arms. And just big arms. Yeah. And that's it. I truly. It. Like, yeah. that's, uh, that is not. It's like it's, video game boss. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's, like, that's what I want to look like. I, and, and also health, right? Like, if, if I go to my doctor and he's, like, at that health and I'm working out and whatever, now, if he tells me to live longer, to be here for whatever, you should lose weight, fine, I'll do that, sure. right? But I do think there is, I think it is very possible for certain people to like their bodies, be comfortable with them, and if they are healthy, and if it's not, you know, affecting them negatively, yeah, like, I do think there is a little, like we are talking about, there is a stigma or like this, like, self-importance of not fat people where they get to just feel better than any fat person yes. when it's like and i think that should go away right yeah. now at the same time i think plenty of people who talk about fat acceptance and preach that stuff they have some underlying stuff that they should look at right like yeah no no you know? i i totally agree with you and especially on health i forget what the what the exact metric is but there's something like the the biggest um increase in or the biggest benefit to health comes with just 10 percent weight loss yeah so like yeah so like if 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 you go i really want to lose 50 pounds okay but the health benefits right. only going to come from when you like you lose 30 it's the the next 20 isn't going to be as right helpful to health yeah do, do you know what i mean that's yeah exactly so there's stuff like that where people are thinking in terms of just going like that person's fat, they're unhealthy. It's like, okay, but if they lost just a little bit of weight, little bit of weight. they would get as healthy as they could be. And again, what the fuck is up with this? Now we're the fucking health police. Right. You're doing cocaine. Yeah. Some of the people that have been the harshest to me about my fucking weight are fucking coke at coke yeah. heads that are skinny as fuck. They're more I guarantee there's plenty of people that are probably living a, a less healthy lifestyle. And it's like there is this fake bullshit where people hide behind 
what is really fat phobia and yeah. call it now all of a sudden there now if it was the healthiest guy you ever met in your fucking life who eats fucking oh you know uh, grass-fed beef and only once a week and has a fucking you know fresh diet of mostly fruits and vegetables that guy fine you want to talk to me about my health but you those get guys sad? are usually like listen yeah. i think you'd enjoy it more if you'd followed my example totally. you know what i mean they're not the ones they're that not are the being ones. Dicks. it's always and that's why i'm that's where that's where i do like i do think there is there is room for more fat acceptance but it's just like it's everything else with like culture war stuff where the most extreme people only focus on the most extreme examples and the yeah. most annoying people so the same shit happens with like the trans debate or like anything like that where it's like at the end of the day anybody who's a little different deserves dignity sure. right yeah. and it's like everyone makes up these fake fucking bullshit and this the people that are the most anti whatever it's like they are compensating for something yeah. in themselves and so you know and sure there are we could easily look on the internet and find somebody who's probably unhealthy who probably could you know who who's like just a kind of annoying person in general right who wants it to, who's also using this for attention that's talking about fat acceptance and it's easy to mock them and that's you know some some lady in san francisco with the dumbest glasses you've ever seen <laughs> right. in your life and Blue like hair, yeah. yeah exactly it's like yeah we can find that person but it, even that person at the end they, they're on to something they're just being annoying about it this one got me today somehow i saw i don't know if it was twitter instagram or what but it was a picture of a very large woman who I believe is a famous plus size model, mm -hmm. and she and she was talking about her struggle with anorexia, mm. and I was just like, what, yeah. "What are we talking? Yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, that yeah. gal's weighs three hundred and fifty. She beat it. She, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is not anorexia, right? You oh, know? currently she meant she currently has. Yes, interesting. And it was just this weird. You could have an eating disorder, sure, uh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's not underweight, which is right. like a big part of being anorexic. Right, 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 you know? right, right. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, I know. It's just, I don't know. I, it, it's that. It's just the whole thing. It just gets a little obfuscated, and things get a little too. And once anything becomes like. We do. I think we do have a problem with like no one can really just discuss an issue. Really, yeah. Everyone's worried about how they're going to be perceived and what team. You know, you think right. they think they're going to be placed on. You know, like I think that's a big issue with like, you know, it's like everyone's like everyone. Everything has become too simplified with like crazy left people and crazy fascists and all this shit. And it's like most people are not like that. You yeah. know, and then it's like these issues, they're much more fucking nuance than that too where it's like yeah you might have these people it's just like everyone's worried about being characterized and no one just no one will speak about any kind of issue right like freely and i do it's funny that even fat shit has gotten to that point which Everything. is because you can't like, escape it it's a black hole because everyone's getting pulled and in. the irony is fucking i bet you i bet you uh, a lot of the trump base as could deal with a little fat acceptance, you know. <laughs> right, what I mean? That's exactly. the great irony. Is like, yeah. the, it's like this thing of like, well, you know, these crazy liberals are talking about fat acceptance. It's like, I, I saw some of those Trump you rallies. You guys might feel better <laughs> yeah, 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 if you yeah. just hugged each other and said it's okay. You guys have a lot in common here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you guys could you could really be friends talking about how much shittier some of your fucking you know some of your relatives have been about your weight, right. who are pieces of shit, yeah. and just use it as I a. I mean, I, that's a good point. Like maybe you know the side that I mean. 
because it is so prevalent now, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like no group that's really escaping it. There's totally. going to be, and, and totally. it's also uh, technically contagious, right? So right, right, right. Th- as it grows, it's yeah. going to just like, it's going to get everyone yeah. at some yeah, point yeah, or yeah, yeah. it's not, who knows? But like, I, I personally believe that I don't think we, we succeed if we go into this the way I felt about it for the longest time was I am uh, incapable and I am uh, damaged and I cannot succeed at that. And that made me feel bad. And so I think I just got trapped in this cycle of why start doing something I know I can't do. Mm. Right. And it felt really bad. And so positive thinking and going like, no, no, I am capable. I am decent i am worthy i am going to do this actually worked better so from a mindset point of view i just think being positive towards yourself yeah and if that means a little bit of self-love yeah that that's a necessary step totally so it's more beneficial in that sense i just don't think that you know if we're teaching health that we say like this is the epitome of health because it's not but neither smoking cigarettes but also like neither driving cars Right, we're flying right, on airplanes, right? right? right we're right. getting hit with radiation and, on airplanes. And, ex- and I mean, but that's exactly it. That's my biggest issue with it is that it's just the most obvious. Yeah. It's like we talk about being overweight and it is, don't get me wrong, you know, you look at indicators, it's, it's like, but it's the only thing that gets mentioned over and over and over and over right. again. No one talks about alcohol consumption, all that shit in the same breath. And I think that's the problem. And I think that is what, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really studied it that much because again- my view of it is like I fully believe if you if you feel good about yourself and like here's the other thing it's like if I just maintained and worked out and like ate good foods at this weight it's like I could be healthier than I am now sure. at this weight yeah. right and it's like look if some people want to do that that's fine and I think ultimately they just they deserve not to be like you know pure objects of scorn or whatever. I totally especially agree. from and it's like if you're gonna do that, it's like I want to see your fucking credentials. Yeah. I want to see your nutrition degree. Right. I want to hear like if you're just some fucking asshole who's like, oh, I feel really bad for him. It's like that's so condescending. There's plenty of people who say that shit. It's like it's like don't feel bad for that. You know, for that person. It's yeah. like now maybe some of them are feeling bad, but again, if we really look into into it. There's probably underlying things, just like with any addiction. And and it's like, especially if somebody has like an eating disorder, it's like, where did that come from? What are they eat? Why are they? Because that's how it is with me, man. It's like, I do a bunch of drugs, but my biggest issue is food. And when I'm depressed, and it's like, deal with that first and foremost. Again, we just see, everyone just sees the fat, fatness as the prop, all the biggest problem. But it's just, it's really not. It's just a, and the other thing that I think because of like beauty standards that are harmful for a lot of people, it's like people don't admit they want to fuck fat people, right? Because they fucking do. Yeah, there's a lot, especially guys who want who want to pretend like they, um, like you know that they're just like because so much of it is like proving that you can fuck a hot chick. It's not even about your actual enjoyment, you know. <laughs> it's like proving that you're cool. Like we still have that. Like and so it's all intertwined. Where it's like this sexism makes makes guys who might just be attractive fat girls and who like won't they might hook up with a girl who's like traditionally attractive and can't wait to send her instagram to their friends but they won't do the same thing with a chubby girl that they really like and are really into because they're like well 
they won't think I'm as cool for that. Yeah. And it's like all this no shit is so cred. exactly all this shit is so intertwined. Where it's like, dude, sometimes it's like it's okay to like people of a different body type. That's yeah. you know. So it's like it's just such a you're battling a lot of fucking shit. And and I want to get healthier again just to feel better. Yeah, you know? and and like I'm jealous of anybody i ever see smoking cigarettes like truly (laughs) jealous right (laughs) right never once is my thought that person's unhealthy exactly my thought is but when i see people eating ice cream i'm not jealous Mm. and i you know that's interesting because i am so jealous every time every time i guess i'm jealous when i see my wife or my kids eating it but like if i'm walking through a mall i don't look at people i i might look at thin people and be jealous and think like why Mm, do you get to eat that interesting but if it's anyone that looks like me or how i used to look i'm not jealous i'm just like I know, I know where you're at, brother. That's what I feel. But smoking, you know cigarettes? what? That's, I, I'll give you that. It's, I guess it depends on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I mean, it's both for me, though, because I remember, I know where you're at, but also, like, that the moment that ice cream cone is being consumed, oh those God, moments, so good. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what it's all, that's what makes it all worth it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? That's, that's true. That's the trade-off yeah. you're making. Yeah. But and- I know what you mean. I definitely have gotten that way, but it's, again, it's like, but when I see that, what makes me sad is if I see someone, like, who's going through it. Yeah. Like, like if I if I saw some guy like what I used to do was just like eat McDonald's on the way home and it's like one a.m. I've been doing comedy it's like when I'm in Baltimore stop at a drive through eat the McDonald's I don't even have it in park my foot's on the brake I couldn't wait to get it in park I was just like oh, you yeah. know what I mean like I feel bad for that I feel bad the same way I would like the di- the difference between a guy fucking doing a little bump of coke at a party and a guy who's smoking crack at a crack house yeah the problem with food is. You can get, you can be, you can, it looks the same. You yeah. don't really know. The version you know I mean? of us smoking crack. Yeah. We can do. At a mall full, mall All day court. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and basically look the same as if we yeah. were just doing a bump of coke. No, a hundred, a hundred percent. It is a, it is a brutal. And then there's the, the fact that like, I, I you know, 
I, I might have been talking about this too much lately, but like there is no point of commerce in America where there isn't food. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Ev- it's fucking everywhere. You go into Best Buy to buy yeah, a camera, yeah, and you're, you're gonna right. leave with snacks. <laughs> yeah, like yes, yes, you can't escape it. My you're, wife was. Yeah. I've said this four hundred times because it's mind-boggling. I was saying to her like yeah. that furniture store f- super fancy furniture yeah. store there was no food there okay it's yeah. not all points of commerce and my yeah. wife said no they serve me champagne and chocolate covered strawberries Hilarious. like you can't fucking escape yeah it. yeah so yeah. like you know I, I, know. I, I just think yeah in one hand cut people slack and and yeah i, I know i think you're totally right. I, I, think I think it does have to be a slack thing and if you don't do if you're not cutting someone slack it's like are you f- trying to get to know them or are you just judging them because of, and a lot of times weight gain is the symptom of something greater, yeah. something deeper, right? Like it's the, so it's like, yeah, it's just and, and, and judgmental. Then we just don't all always take comfort because for me it's two parts, it's comfort and health. And there's a lot, like people get piercings and tattoos yeah. and wear tight clothes and right. women wear fucking high heels. What's <laughs> right, comfortable right, about that? Right, right, it's not right, always right. about comfort and health. Yeah. And people smoke cigarettes and do drugs and yeah. drive too fast and don't wear seatbelts and don't wear helmets on motor. So it's there's so many areas where everybody isn't going like, I'm going to do everything that's the most health conscious and everything that's the most comfortable and we don't all share it. Some of it's subjective. Totally. You know what I mean? No, that's so funny, too, because you're so right about that. It's like people put themselves in danger in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's funny to think about like a chubby chasing girl being like watching me eat bacon like like she's watching her fucking uh, like another girl watches her boyfriend on a motorcycle doing a <laughs> yes. wheelie. She's like, oh, you don't even care about your cholesterol. <laughs> you're such a you're such a rebel. It's like that's your second serving of brisket. Yeah, dude. You know, and it's right. like, and I literally it's so funny. I have dated a lot of girls who have the reverse eating disorder and right. they're attracted to that truly in that way yeah with like he doesn't even give a fuck about this thing that controls me and yeah. it's it's hilarious and I mean, you're like you're right like, yeah come yin, on yeah it's a yin and yang some situation. of this will rub off on you. <laughs> yeah 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 Stavi, thank you so much of course, this has dude. been awesome appreciate it yep talk to you soon and now for the q a here's a question for you from mark hi mark Mark says, I have only recently found this podcast. I have lost a total of 120 pounds with nothing but diet and exercise. That's awesome. He he says it has taken about five years to get there. Around year three, I had lost about 90 pounds and stalled. I got so anxious every time I cheated that I would immediately get sick and throw up. It was almost like an emotional bulimia. Have you ever heard of this or dealt with anything similar? He says, I'm getting better as I get closer to my goal, but it is still hard to let myself have my cheat meal to keep metabolism moving without getting anxious and feeling sick. Um, a couple things. I don't know that you need a cheat meal to keep your metabolism moving. I, think I was just going to ask you that because that's, yeah, is that yeah. true? No. Uh, y- you... You can't diet forever, and 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 diet breaks are a good idea. But um, I don't I, I I don't think that 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 a cheat meal really does the trick. If you're if you're mostly if you're in a diet a dietary state for six days a week, and the cheat meal isn't utterly wiping out your um, 
your progress on, on your diet for those six days, then you are still net in a dietary state. So all of the effects that you're trying to counterbalance with a cheat meal aren't going to be counterbalanced until you actually leave that state of restriction for a period of time. Like the body doesn't settle down with one meal. You know, if you're, if you're basically starving the body over a long period of time and its weight is going down and down and down and down, one meal doesn't reset all of the, um, the entire endocrine, endocrine system that is creating more hunger, holding on to the stored fat more. That's not all wiped out with a meal. You need a, a period of maintenance time where the body can chill out and go like, oh, we're not starving right now. We can relax on the production of ghrelin. We can not uh, withhold, you know, our this person's uh, instinct to be active, you know, because all of that, the body will shut down those systems when it thinks it's starving to death. And one meal isn't going to turn that off and spike it and make it fast. It's it's got it happens over a long period of time. So that's number one. Number two, I never once um, felt nauseous and um, and almost and vomited emotionally. No, I I have certainly had um, regrettable meals and thought about vomiting and. Uh, and thought that that was a fairly um, reasonable solution um, in the state I was in, but I, I don't think that that's true. And uh, but I've never just—it's never come over me. H has it ever come over you, Paige? No, I've certainly felt terrible emotionally and physically eating something, you know. Um, but no, I haven't had that. Um, but that's, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't had that, but I understand the anxiety of like, you know, what Mark is describing of, you know, is a nervousness that comes along with eating something. If you have a propensity towards overeating or if you were overweight and you just lost weight and then you're eating something that's off of, uh, what seems to be your weight loss plan, you know, I get what that, how that would happen. But it, so that's why I'm glad you answered to this point that, maybe there's a misunderstanding that he has to have a cheat meal in order to, you know, have some. Yeah. If, if you, if you look at the month and if your weight is down for the month, then you have not given your body a significant enough, uh, rest to recover from what dieting does to, to tax the taxes that, uh, dieting extols on your body. So the body is going to be suffering when it's in a, 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 um, a, a, when it's, when it's in a restrictive state like that. And one meal doesn't, doesn't change that. You have to actually like give it time, not being pressurized to recover. And that takes, it just takes time. And so you know, I, I'm not saying you can't have your cheat meals, but like, don't have them thinking you're solving something you're not solving. Yeah, that's a great point. And also, you know, you have a few different episodes in the, you know, back catalog of American Glutton where you talk about diet breaks and, and, you know, cause he mentions getting stalled. Right. So 
And that's also a great resource too, is just that because that's like, I mean, that was such news to me. And I know so many people wrote in about those and just how much they got out of those episodes. So I would say to Mark, maybe try to, you know, listen into some of that as well. But definitely yeah, let I us know. Yeah, I think the ideas putting forward is very is, is, is a real concern because your body is going to start to fight you. It is going to become harder and harder to lose weight. Plus, the more weight you lose, the longer you've spent dieting, the more you have to restrict energy. So the, the bigger of a deficit you have to go into, you can, you can basically turn all of that off with a diet break, but you cannot turn that off with one meal. Right. So if you're trying to, you might just be, you know, making whatever diet you're on take longer. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Well, thank you for that answer, Mark. Thank you for the question. If anyone else out there has a question they would like for Ethan to answer on this podcast, please email it to us at americanglutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee. You can follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. <laughs>